This week, NXT debuts the Thunderdome Jr., Storm and Moon do a double return, and it turns out Retribution is just a Slipknot cover band. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press. Press. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. I'm here with my co-host Peter O'Brien. You can find him on Twitter at MVP360. You can find myself on Twitter at Johnny J-O-N-N-Y underscore Tango. And you follow Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFMP. Pete, how you been, bud? Been, do- been doing good. Been doing good. Watching a lot of wrestling. Let's get into it. First pay-per-view of the night, because we're going to be talking about two events tonight. First is Clash of Champions 2020. The first match of the night, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro put their titles on the line against Lucha House Party. This was on the kickoff show. Man, Cesaro put way too much work into this for it to be on the kickoff show. He's too good. Uh, it, it's another one of those. He's too good. And I I could not get into the match due for the solely fact that it was on the pre-show and you have two of the most talented decorated wrestlers like throughout the country. And this is what they have to do. Like, I'm sorry, like it, that was a terrible way to start Clash of Champions off. And I might come off a little whiny about Clash of Champions, but I'm so sick of WWE and the way they're treating their talent lately. And we'll get into it more later. They retain so good, it would suck worse if they lost their championship titles uh, on the kickoff show after only one defense. Uh, But first match of the actual pay-per-view is the Intercontinental Championship triple threat ladder match, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn. What do you think about this one, Pete? Well, it happened. Uh, Jeff Hardy decided to What do you mean it happened? This was awesome. Oh, cool your jets. Okay, it was good. (laughs) I will give them that, that this match was good. Uh, Jeff Hardy, what are you doing, dude? Like, you just signed your contract, and that's why you're going to do it, is just injure yourself. The dude oh, yeah. took some nasty bumps. Now, granted, I'm always, like, fine with nasty bumps. I do dig the more extreme, because I feel like a lot of the ladder matches and stuff have just been really weak. They've just been lame. I want to get you a t-shirt that says, fine with nasty bumps. Yeah, I am. All right? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there were some, oh, the one where he was laying on the ladder and it flipped up over the turnbuckle was the one I was like, okay, that didn't look Where he right. was, he was laying upside down yeah. at, at the end of it. Yeah, I love that one. That may have been my, my favorite spot of the whole night. Yeah, that was a good spot. I'll, I'll give him that. So, that was cool. Um, Sami Zayn winning, thank God. Um, if they were not going to give him back the belt, but... Already, I've forgotten about Sami Zayn being the title holder. I just feel like there's so much that is being left out there with these great wrestlers and these stories that I'm just like, yes, Sami Zayn won. But when he won the following night, it was just kind of like, yeah, he won. Could we build up some other stars other than Roman Reigns, please? Well, not not only that, but then they made him defend his title again, I think, against Styles, which really just cemented that they still didn't think of him as, like, the true champion. And this goes to the sheer point on how am I supposed to get excited, geared up, and ready to watch um, these pay-per-views when I, I'm going to see it the following night? 
I'm going to see the same exact things, which is why it's so hard to be like, yes, I'm amped for this. No, I'm not. I'm not amped no. at all. Because guess right. what's going to happen? We'll see the replay on Monday, and then we'll see another match right after the replay is played. It's too much. I think the other frustrating part to it is that you can see that WWE knows how to do this. We'll get to it later with Roman Reigns, but you can see how you could do actual character development, give someone proper TV time, uh, and, and make something good for not just one wrestler, but the whole roster. Exactly. So yeah, Sammy retains. I like the tomfoolery with the uh, with the handcuffs. It was different. Uh, it was unique. Oh, the ear. Yeah, the ear thing. Uh, dude, let's let's can we just for twenty twenty one? Can we just leave Jeff Hardy's ears alone? Yeah, like that. I mean, I'm he got a two that. three year contract, and I think it should say in there. Let's stop doing stuff with his earlobes. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down with that. That's okay. Well, that's that's definitely okay. Let's jump into the next match. Raw Women's Championship match. Asuka versus Zelina Vega. Asuka makes quick work of, uh, of Vega. Uh, she retains. Zelina, she, you know, she wasn't bad, but she just didn't look like a, a, a championship contender. But nobody really, like, cared. That's the thing. Is like, there's a match where you obviously knew the outcome. No way Zelina Vega was going to beat Asuka just randomly. Right. I mean, because WWE has never pulled that trigger, at least with someone who isn't as well known as Vega. Like, she hasn't really done a lot of wrestling, so why would Asuka lose to her? Right. Yeah, it was fine, but Vega needs to be more in the ring, and we need to get more behind her than throwing that match together. Yeah, because the big thing was that they really showed that this was a, they were self-aware of how much of a squash, squash match this was, which is frustrating to me because then it's like, why is it on a pay-per-view? Why is it Class of Champions if it's Vega versus Asuka and everyone knows that Vega's not going to win this? Exactly. Like then, you know what? Give Naomi a chance. Oh my God. You know, this is the one time I would not want to feel. Already? The. We're not even like 10 minutes into the, the show. Lo- no, I don't want to see Naomi in a ring. I'm sorry. I just don't. Like, I, I not right now. But would she have been better there? Yeah, you probably could have made a story with it. Right. So next match uh, is the United States Championship match. Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews. I don't even want to talk about this. Ap- Apollo taps. Lashley retains. We'll see him again at the next pay-per-view. They've been wrestling for so long. Who really cares, right? Yep, exactly. That's, that's the problem with that one is just like, who cares? Now, I will have to say Clash of Champions was better than what was the one before it? What pay-per-view that they just had? That they <sighs> just mirrored remember. all the matches? Yeah. But this wasn't bad. Like, it was a better match. Bob has good chemistry with Apollo, but we've seen it. Move on, WWE. I think I would bring up more spots about this if I wasn't already exhausted by just seeing it's Apollo Crews versus the entire Hurt Business. And we just saw that match. And we've been seeing it for three months. Next is the Raw Tag Team Championship match, the Street Profits versus uh, Andrade and Angel Garza. Uh, this was a great match. I really loved this. They went full NXT, I think, in this one. It was it was a really good match. But that finish, uh, which I don't think was planned at all. I no. mean, you could tell now from reports that it sounds like he thought he didn't injure himself. I think he just stopped himself so he wouldn't injure himself is what it was. Yeah, I guess like he was close to being injured. He's good. Montez Ford's entertaining. His yeah. frog splash is insane. So the, the Street Profits win. I, I kind of like this feud. Uh, I'm okay if they give this more TV no, time because I, no, I, I God, like this. No. I, That's why? the problem, Brandon. We've seen this feud, though. We've seen these two go back and forth. 
I would like somebody else to take these two on. We've already seen Angel Gar We've seen these four wrestle so much together that it, it's I'm over it. And it's so boring because you don't see any new spots. You see the same spots in Raw, pay-per-view, Raw, pay-per-view, Raw. And then you're supposed to get excited. Like, no! Move well, on. I think the big problem right now is that they're not using half their no, roster right and now that's because the thing. everyone's either out on quarantine doesn't want to work because of the pandemic going on or i think wwe just looks at it as a way of let's just be safe this year and just keep and it's i mean it's something they've been doing for years but i think it's really really shown itself this year with how much they because i mean the viking raiders if they're not taking on the street profits they're on raw underground it's one or the other every week yeah, but the thing is, is like, they're really good. And the Viking Raider War experience should be actually fighting people, not doing this Raw Underground. Unless they're actually going to push this Raw Underground. Which, by the way, I don't even know what they're doing with it. There's nothing to it. And there's no consistency with it. No. You could show whatever the guy is, what's his name, Ronan or, or Rowan uh, from the Viking Raiders. They show him as this bare-knuckle boxing guy on uh, Raw Underground. He looks badass. And then they'll have him as a comedic relief yep. on Raw or SmackDown. Nothing's consistent there. So I again, it goes back to, I don't know how much stock I should put into this character because I like what they're doing with him in Raw Underground. But I don't like what they're doing with him for 90% of the rest of the stuff I see him on television for that's a big travesty with it but yeah i hope this is done i'm so over this one i'd like new blood which by the way afterwards it looks like cesaro and nakamura challenged them and these belts need to come together because who really cares wwe your tag team is in disarray it's a mess fix it get rid of some belts let them cross promote and just get a good tag team division because what aew has proven people really like tag team matches and it I think is that's a good idea. okay to have people be on a tag team, just make it worth it. Because right now it isn't. It's pointless. No, I agree. I agree. I, I kind of like what they did with um, uh, the Undisputed title, where it was every pay, every pay-per-view, it switched shows on where it was defended. And I think that would actually work in the tag division. Yeah, I'm fine with that. As you can see, folks, I am not happy with WWE right now. And I'm going to lay it off real thick, because we are not done. So hold on to your butts. So just like every show. No. No, I usually can find like a little comedic relief, but I think like these past <laughs> couple times I'm sitting there watching these pay-per-views and I'm like, I hate everything I'm watching. I've already seen this match countless times. Even my fiance walks into the room and says, haven't you seen this match? Like we've, I've walked into the room and seen this. And I'm like, right? <laughs> Maybe this will cheer you up. It's a SmackDown Women's Championship no, it match. Won't. Which is originally scheduled was Nikki Cross versus Bailey. Uh, Nikki Cross is not medically cleared probably under quarantine, which would make sense. So Asuka comes out because I guess she's got spare time because uh, it was no work at all for her with Zelina Vega. Yeah. And then, of course, was Bailey going to lose to Asuka? No. No. Right. And even if some people had like a little glimmer of hope, I'm a big Asuka fan, but like I was just like, she is not winning this. Right. Also, we don't need to make it. Uh, I don't want any more two belts. And no one needs two belts right now in, in any division. No. And I think that is, ugh, as hard as this is, that probably would have been if you want to give Naomi a chance. Like, that's the problem <laughs> the spot. You know, like, dead serious. They had nobody. No, yeah. Well, I think they had to decide that day before the show ended. I think they did, too. Before the show started, they're like, we need to make a decision here fast. I'm just saying, like, come on. You, you could have put someone else in that spot. Hell, you could have brought someone up from NXT, like, to challenge. 
right. something. Give us a better surprise than that. And yeah, I'm sorry. Like, and you know, I'm not a big Naomi fan, but if you're looking to like give her a little boost, that would have been a nice spot to put her in. You could have made it the same exact outcome with Bailey uh, sliding out of the ring, grabbing the chair, and then hitting uh, hitting Banks with it. But I think this would have been the time it would have been a huge spot to be like, hey, surprise, you're now facing the person you've been feuding with instead of her just making her attack her at the end of the year. Yeah, you uh, could have did that too. There was a lot of better things you could have done. Don't put Asuka in that position. Right. Uh, next is the ambulance match for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre versus the Viper, Randy Orton. Uh, I, I, this was a hard hitting match. I liked it. I don't, I'll say this. I don't think I've watched a single ambulance match ever that I've liked. And this one was, I will give it at least entertaining. The walked out memory lane was cool. Yeah. Orton getting all of his comeuppance from Flair, Christian, everyone, a big show. That was fun. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was good. Like when he flipped him onto the windshield, that was sweet. But, you know, Randy Orton matches, and they're just slower. And, you know, the five-minute walk from, like, the front to the back, the ten-minute walk from the back back over to the ambulance, like, you know, that's I think that's the part that takes people out of Orton matches. Like, he's good, but he's just so, like, slow. And I'm not asking him to, like, do flips and all this stuff. Just could you... Could you do something other than just the straight punch to the head? Even like throw him like out the window or throw him down the hallway. Do some more action if you're going to do that. And you can do that safely. It did drag on, I thought. Like it was a long match. Well, I would say both both the last two matches were way too long. Yeah. And I think that's because they had to probably cut Asuka and Vega down a little bit. And then they had to completely redo uh, Bailey versus Cross. Plus, we were all supposed to get we were also supposed to get uh, Jax and Shayna Baszler were supposed to defend their titles against the Riot Squad tonight. And then they ended up canceling that last minute, which rumor has it's because of uh, the whole COVID thing. Yeah. So I think they were really just grasping at straws. But again, you own the network, dude. If yeah. you want to Close it a half an hour early. Close it a half an hour early. Don't some waste people my are time. Okay with that? Yeah. We're okay. AKA NXT. We're okay with short pay per views. We are fine with them. I did like the like the double punt to the head or whatever. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I hope Randy Orton comes back like more intense. But you know, then it followed up on Monday. He was a janitor and beat everybody up. And I'm like, okay, with his night vision glasses. I would have been happier just keeping Orton off TV for a little bit. It's okay to like not have people on TV all the time. It's okay for them to skip a week, do right. some like little promo. Like, God, Dominic and Murphy and Rollins, get that off TV. I am so over that storyline. I agree. It, I, it sucks because Dominic could be really good, but like, where are you going to go with them next? Vince right. only sees this story. He doesn't see how he can now use Dominic somewhere else because apparently this is all Dominic's world. Well, it's not even about Dominic anymore. It's it's Ray's daughter now. That's Vince's tunnel vision of just these four guys are going to work for the next six months instead of just mm. like, let's do the olden days and interject some people. But, you know, whatever. It was good. I You know, McIntyre needs a lot of props for holding the championship during COVID. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's putting that belt up, and he has been making good out of some matches. Um, I agree. His matches have a good feel to them. Uh, I do like Drew Mack a lot, so 
I think yeah, Drew McIntyre, adding Drew McIntyre to a t- uh, match just gives it that main event feel right now, yep. which is crazy considering how wrestling is just so out there because of the COVID going on. Yep. Like, it's, it, I really want to see who he takes on next. Um, I don't want it to be like Robert Roode. I don't want it to be Randy Orton again. Uh, I want to see something cool. Because um, we're it's it's October starting, so we are slowly we're like three months away from um, WrestleMania season starting. Like, what are we gonna see at WrestleMania in April? Are we really gonna see Dominic and Mysterio? Is it gonna be Orton and Edge? And who's Drew gonna be taking on? Like, there's so many just unknowns right now because we just don't know what direction they're gonna go with any character other than Roman Reigns. But let's get into it. It is the final match of the night. Roman Reigns puts his Universal Championship on the line against his cousin, Jey Uso. I didn't know this was for a tribe. Um, I guess it was. (laughs) It was weird. I know some people really liked it. And don't get me wrong. I did text you saying I do like heel Roman. Oh, yeah. This Roman. This is an awesome Roman. I love this Roman. This is by far the guy that everyone in the back saw. And they're finally letting him be his true self and not saying suffer and suck a tash. But, like, he's good. The problem with it, and the problem I have with matches like this, is they are slogs towards the end. Mm-hmm. And this match was going fine. I was actually digging it. But, oh my god. The whole tribal chief thing, the it just drug on. I was like, yeah, okay, did. let's go. This is it. This yeah. is how you're going to, di- like, get out of here. No, I agree. This Roman is almost like what Roman was when we first met him at the Shield. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of character I saw here. I liked him being the tribal chief, but then again, I know that WWE is just going to hammer that in our heads for the next oh, two yeah. three months. Big Dog is gone. Tribal chief, and you're going to hear Michael Cole say tribal chief all the time. Forever. And it's just going to get annoying. So, I, yeah, I, no one thought Uso was going to walk out of no. this title. No, but I thought there was going to be a better fight, at least. Yeah. You know, I thought there was going to be more offense for Jey Uso, but they just railroaded him. Yeah, because Jimmy comes out to th- uh, almost like throw the towel for him. Yeah. Like, the whole thing was just, man, it, it, they really could have cut it down. Is what you want, Uso? Ooze, ooze, brother, ooze, tribal chief, ooze, ooze, huh, ooze, ons, ooze. It just kept going. I'm like, just lock it up, ref. Like, he ain't moving. Just call it. Roman retains, and they end the show. No retribution. Let's talk about retribution, Pete. Why? Because they because the last time we <laughs> talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, no. Uh, uh, we don't know. So Retribution, they've now unmasked themselves. We know that it is Dominic Djokovic, Dio Madden, Chain Thorn, Mercedes Mendez, and then was it Maya? Maya Yim. That's it. They all have weird names too. T-Bar, Mace, Slapjack, Reckoning, Retaliation, and Butt Sniffer. You have to figure out which one of those are fake. Did they sign that when they got their contract? Well, their second contract, because yeah, they, they were already contract. under contract. Yeah, so one of them tweeted that WWE offered us a contract because it was financially cheaper than all of the security guards we keep injuring. Uh, come on, dude. And then they're like, retribution, be afraid. And I'm just, this is comical. This is so dumb. It's so bad. The worst about retribution is, one, they don't, they haven't shown up to any pay-per-views to, like, throw off anything. Well, these guys just, like, go, nope, we're only on Raw and we really don't care about anything, but when we show up, 
we'll show up at the beginning and everyone will run scared and then we'll just continue the show after we leave. Like, get out of here. <laughs> exactly. I almost hope that they, at the at the um, the draft, I hope that they split them up. <laughs> that would be great. The, the <laughs> retribution gets broken. So then Rhett is in Raw and then Bushin is in SmackDown. Yeah, this, this is a big whiff on WWE's part. Which is weird because, like, one thing I'll give props to WWE about is they do a pretty good job at debuting wrestlers. It's just following through with it. This is just straight up just fucking mucking through the mud. Have they, though? Keith Lee was kind of a letdown. That was kind of a mess. Well, but I'm talking about just him overall just joining, even NXT is what I'm talking about. Like, they do a pretty good job, um, unless it's uh, Mike Kanellis. Uh, of doing a pretty good job debuting anybody on any of their brands. Yep. Yeah, let's hey, let's move into NXT 31. We're not even naming them anymore. Uh, tonight's show was brought to us by the Capitol Wrestling Center in Orlando, Florida, which is almost like a mini Thunderdome. Uh, what do you want to call this, Pete? Like the Rumble Dome? I actually dig it. I, I like, like it a lot it. more than the Thunderdome because it's dark still. It's dark. There isn't too much lights. They got... They got some people still there. Like, it felt better. than Like, the Thunderdome is nicer, too. Like, nice. But I I think the the Little Dome is better. Whoever keeps slapping on the Flexiglass, fire him. Let oh, him yeah. go. They don't need him anymore. It's super loud. Get off to the kickoff show. Corey Taylor from uh, Slipknot. Uh, he's on the pre-show. He calls Finn Balor Finn Balor. So that's a thing. Well, he's from Iowa, dude. He doesn't know how to talk. Right. Wade Barrett is on commentary. Uh, he's now signed with NXT. Did you see, though, that him and Beth they Phoenix there. were... Yeah, so they just had two interns sit in their seat and say nothing for the they whole had, night? <laughs> they had Stephanie Bonks, which is a knockoff Sasha Banks, and then they had, like, the French announce team there. And they were trying to throw them over like they were the actual announcers. I was like, oh, that's... Wait, that girl's not talking, and that's not Beth Phoenix. Who is... Is that Sasha Banks? First match of the night, the North American North American Championship match. Damian Priest takes on Johnny Gargano. It was a fast-paced match. They had to hurry up. This was only going to be a two-and-a-half-hour pay-per-view, and they knew it. So they really just went as fast. You know what, though? Priest is kind of growing on me. Told I kind of like him a little bit more after this pa- this match. He's gotten I dig so him. much better. Yes. I actually, I don't, like, I don't hate him. At first, I was like, this guy's laughable. And the more I watched him, and I said it started with Balor's match. I think he really came into his own that match. Then he won the belt, and I'm like, okay, I, I'm I'm digging Priest. I, I he's fine. Like six months ago, you and I were making fun of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know the Damian Deacon, but you know he's now full on Priest, and we really appreciate it. Hey, good for you, bud. Um, it's cool that he went against Gargano because Gargano could really sell his moves and his power. You know, I'm so sick of Gargano, but. It was good. I liked the match. I thought it was entertaining for him. One, one thing that really pissed me off about the match is that um, I think something happens where Priest falls into the security and then uh, off camera, because the cameraman doesn't know what he's doing, ends up giving Priest a low blow. But why is there security there? Because it's intense. There's no crowd. I yeah, mean, there everyone there is there an employee, there. right? Were there? I mean, those were all employees. But they were there. Uh, you, don't, you don't need security... Pete, do you need security from other from coworkers? Dude, if I was trying, if I'm on the roster, I'm trying to make a spot. I might jump the barrier. I might, I might, you know, take over and be like, Vince, look at me. Actually, Triple H, look at me, because it's NXT. You know, you never know. It's a good move, Triple H. So then, why? Way to keep it. Why then? 
at the main event, someone just shows up and throws coal over the barricade. We'll talk about it when we get there. Okay? All right. So, yeah, this was a good match. Uh, Priest retains. Good for him. Uh, Next match is Kushida versus the Velveteen Dream. Another good match. Really good. Another fast-paced match. Uh, I really like this one. Uh, I was surprised that Dream actually tapped Kushida. No, he didn't. He got tapped. He didn't tap Kushida. No, he tapped to Kushida. There you go. Yeah, that's what I said. No, you didn't. You said I can't believe he tapped Kushida. Well, I guess we'll I, I guess we'll never know because we never recorded. But anyways, it's hard to get behind Pat Clark anymore just because yeah. like where he's come from. He's good in the ring though. Like he knows how to work with people, and I'm like, I thought this guy was gonna get like shot right up to the top, but that little cloud that's hanging over him makes it really hard to like. We haven't really talked about it too much, but yeah, there are like some allegations against him being about like with minors and things like that. It's not good. It's hard to, you know what I mean? It's really hard because like WWE, they're still using them. They're still like, they they put things out saying that they don't believe any of this information is true. But then we keep seeing more reports from more credible resources. And it's just like, man, I don't know what to think about here. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they gave it to Kushida. I'm glad he got the win here. In fact, I don't think Velveteen Dream has gotten a win since any of this news has come out in the summertime. I don't. When was the last time Velveteen won a, won a match? Wasn't it the North American title? Yeah, and then he lost it. Yeah, but I don't think he's won. Like seriously, I think that was his last win. Right, because they keep putting him like they put him in the ladder match before for the title, and then they automatically kicked him out of the arena. We get to the Cruiserweight Championship match. Santos Escobar takes on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, this match was all over the place. These guys were jumping from anything they could. I, I really liked it. But then Escobar's cronies come out, and then this guy named Ashanti Ado- what is it? Adonis, I think. Adonis, that's it. He comes out to help. And none of these characters I cared about, so it didn't really mean much to me. It's good. It, it was a good match. There were some times they were going a little too fast, and you could tell them they kind of like stood there um awkwardly which happens if you're trying to do like high flying stuff all the time but there's a lot of times i watched this one i caught him a lot like just standing there waiting for the move to happen and i'm like yeah that didn't look good it was still good it was i mean i've i've never watched a swerve scott match and i've never watched um escobar the other guy but his entrance is really <laughs> his, his entrance is really cool i do like the i dig his entrance him, yeah and the problem is, is like a lot of the times cameras will cut away to the guy getting ready. But for some reason, and that's fine, I actually dig, so it's like a double-edged sword. I like the camera not switching 24-7. But the problem with doing that is you guys have to be more prepared knowing that the camera's on you. But you can't just stand there. I agree. I, I think, because I said it earlier, like uh, they cut away from Gargano giving Priest a low blow, but there were not a lot of camera cuts tonight. Uh, even a lot less than there are when they normally do NXT shows. Like NXT cuts it back a little bit more than Raw and SmackDown, but they really cut it back. I don't know if that's because of the new arena that they're they're working with. But yeah, there definitely was timing issues. Like it looked like one of them was lagging yeah. at some point. It, but yeah, the no cutting of the cameras, like was a godsend it made watching these matches so much better 
especially for the main event. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. (laughs) So let's get in uh, to the second main event of the night, the NXT women's championship. Uh, Io Shirai puts her title on the line against Candice LeRae. This was an all right match. Again, I think there was a lot of pacing issues with this one too. Still, it was fun. I I liked Gargano coming out. I'm sure you hated it. Uh, but I liked all that. Gargano comes out with a referee shirt. Like he knew he was, she was going to knock out a ref anyways. And I love that about their, the, the dynamic between the two. Yeah, it was good. I I dug it. I thought the match was good. You're right. I hated that because Gargano. But um, no, it was good. I thought the pacing was good. To be honest, I thought they were actually going to pull the trigger on Candice LeRae and give her the belt. But um, Shirai winning was great. The fact at the end, though, um, Tony Storm is back. Uh, right. She's really good. And then to even throw more of a curveball. Because she's like sitting there and she's like, yeah, I'll be there soon. And then a motorcycle pulls up and you're like, sweet, she's already here. And it's like, yeah, Ember Moon's like, huh, no, it's me. And it's like, wait, what? I would have the Ember Moon versus Tony Storm at Wednesday and have them both pissed off that they were like, no, I was going to debut tonight. No, I was going to return tonight and have that whole be that be a whole big feud. Uh, Ember Moon coming out in a weird crotch rocket and then dressing dressing up like she's from Mad Max. She Didn't dressed make up any sense. like she was one of the characters in Streets of Rage 4. You remember the girls that run and headbutt you? Oh, that's right. Right? She looked exactly like it. <laughs> You're right. I didn't even think oh, about well, that. I saw it. I was like, oh my God, Streets of Rage. I hate those enemies. They're the worst enemies. Hey, congrats to us. Yeah. We beat Streets of Rage 4. We did beat Streets of Rage 4. So suck it, everyone. In your face. <laughs> yeah. What'd you do with your life? <laughs> exactly. Io Shirai retains. Who do you want her to see first uh, take on? Uh, Storm or Moon? She's going to take on Moon, and then I think Tony Storm's taking the belt. Oh, that I think I think you're right there. Yep. I think that's that's probably how it's going to happen. All right, main event time. Finn Balor defends his title Baylor. against Kyle O'Reilly. Man, this, I'm saying it match now. Match of the year. 2020 match of the it's year. It's easily the match of the year. This match had everything in it. It had action. It had pacing. It had storytelling. It had the whole someone's hurt. They both were hurt. They sold everything. Dude, that spot where um, Balor kicks him in the stomach and then he like pushes away from the ref like I can't take anymore and just collapses yeah. was the best part of the whole thing for me. And then like, they that just is kept just amazing selling it. Storytelling. Yeah. And here's the thing. What what is so contrasting from the WWE main event to the NXT main event, we knew both times who was winning this. I did not think uh, Kyle was going to win the NXT title. I knew for a fact he was not going to win it. I knew Jey Uso wasn't going to win it. But just how the storytelling and the match they put on, it was insane. The whole time I knew Kyle wasn't going to win, but I still was on the edge of my seat the whole time just seeing how much more these two could do. I loved this match. I cannot talk... I cannot praise this match enough. That match was, it was seriously, yeah, you're right. Like, everything you said, I can't, I don't want to repeat myself. But it's (laughs) true, though. You watch these two, and Kyle put some moves on Balor that was like, oh my god. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that could be it. And I would have been fine if Kyle O'Reilly won that belt, because he's really good. I think he's, he's always been good. As long as the match was, as exhausting as the match was, Balor never lost his character's nope. cool, if you know what I mean. Like, he totally was still this heel Balor, this badass, like, just kind of more of a, 
uh, meaner character. He kept that the whole time. I mean, I know he shook Kyle's hand at the end, but there was still no, like, this kid's surprising me nope. or, or anything like that. I loved how well he kept his cool during this There match. was counters in it. There wasn't a lot of, like, small roll-ups, which I really dug. Dude, Balor's on, like, superstar level right now with this thing that he has going on. I don't well, care. Well, if they keep giving him matches like this, because who did he take on at the last pay-per-view? Was it Priest? Um, whoever it was, I loved that match, He's too. He's like, really good. He's back to what he is. He doesn't have Michael Cole just word-vomiting the shit out of his name and telling him he's a pre- or he's a The demon, demon king. Like, he's back to his natural character, and you don't have the stupidity of the main roster ruining them. And this is where, if I'm Balor, I wouldn't ever want to get called up. Because by the looks of it, it looks like a lot more people want to go back down than stay on the main roster. Oh, yeah. Especially now that they're it's pretty much its own roster. Yeah. It's no longer, it's a third brand now. And I'm okay with that. I, I am completely okay with it. And you know how much of a fan I am of Adam Cole, but this whole thing at the end where they just threw him over the turnbuckle, I thought, what a stupid bad taste to take away from how amazing this match was what a stupid thing to do you Why are not right. just end it with the match we're always talking about how it'd be cool if there was a cliffhanger like how the woman's match there's a cliffhanger there you're like oh yeah. there's like three people now that could be in title contention but there's a balance there that was actually not bad this match here could have signed off and i would have been like nice like yes you know and i would have saved the adam cole thing until like wednesday Exactly. We're always talking about how they got to continue stories with other people. You know, it's it happened. I'm glad there's something going on with Adam Cole because, to be honest, I didn't know what was going on. But so I I don't know who this Ridge Holland guy is. He's from the UK, isn't he? He might be. That's maybe why I haven't seen much from him. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what they're gonna do with this whole like is. People are saying like, oh my god, they're bringing the Bullet Club back with with Balor and and Cole, and I don't know if that's going to eat up the Undisputed Era, but I don't think that needs to happen. I like Balor and the Undisputed Era being as far apart as possible when it comes to teaming up. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't. I I don't want it, but I wouldn't hate it. And shut up. No, I'm dead serious. I like Undisputed. I think it's great, but I also loved Balor in the Bullet Club, and he had his group. And he was awesome. And if you do it right, I'm okay with it. But the problem is, is like, you've got to keep Balor with this character. It, as much as it was cool when the demon came out and he came out with that cool paint, this character is by far oh, this is the, so this much is top, better. This is top Balor for me. I agree with Love you. Like, it. This is top tier Balor right here. So who won, dude? NXT, uh, dude. WWE Get, out NXT? Get out of here. Don't even Absolutely. finish that one. Get out of here. <laughs> So speaking of WWE, the draft is coming up. Well, hold on. Hold on. That's it? You're just going to gloss over the fact that NXT won? You're just like, oh, but there's a draft. Dude, NXT always wins. Okay, good. All right, now you can go to the draft. That's what I'm saying. Like, what do you want to say? Like, oh, yeah, you're right. Asuka did pull double duty, but that Io Shirai, hot dog. I like hot dogs. (laughs) You know what? I do, too. I had a hot dog dog two days ago. It was great. You keep posting hot dog shit on your Facebook. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> it's disgusting. <Pretty> awesome. <laughs> Shitty food porn on Reddit. That's where I find it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. This, these people have some concoctions. If, if you forget one of those words and you find a different Reddit, that's on you. Yeah, that's not my fault. So yeah, the WWE draft. Out of all the drafts we've had, 
I think this is the first time I want to say, I don't think we need a draft right now. Yep, don't need it. Don't see the point of it. Don't know why they're doing it. I love the draft. I'm always excited about the draft, but Rollins being the Monday Night Messiah, Roman being the top dog on SmackDown, Drew being on Raw, if anything, I just want to see a bunch of mid-cards shuffle around so we can make some new tag teams. But I love where every all the top stars on both all three brands is perfect. Yeah, and the fact that now you got bliss who joined balor i think that's awesome you mean bliss joined uh bray bray not balor but you know what she should join balor too but shut up no this draft who cares who cares you're just trying to grab ratings and it's just not working because yeah you haven't built up any stars like back in the day when there was smackdown versus raw and you saw like the rock go to right like you were like oh my god like, there were stars. There are no stars anymore. You have two stars. The heat we see at Survivor Series every year of these brand supremacy, that was the whole year yeah. when it was Raw and SmackDown. You know, like, and that's the only thing that I don't get about this whole, like, the, the draft things. You mean to tell me that someone's going to get uh, drafted from Raw to SmackDown, and in a month, or in two months, they're going to be solely, I'm Team SmackDown, I want to beat everybody on Team Raw. Like, I just saw you on Raw three months ago. That do- that doesn't make any sense to me. There's no, like, allegiance to a certain brand. Well, you don't need to do it like that. It's more just like, hey, like, our brand is going to beat your brand. Like, guys, you get a bonus if you beat that brand. Like, do something like that. That's cool. Like, you can't I like say, that. You can't say, like, my friends are over there. It's just more like, hey, if you win... <laughs> will give you a bonus, and it'll give a, it'll give that a little more steam. I agree. I think that would be a good idea. Thank you. All right, Pete, who is your dud of the week? Um, I will do, I will say finishing moves. What the <laughs> hell is going on? This is stupid. Don't have finishers if they're going to kick out three out of the four times. Like, this is getting old. I talked to a buddy about it, and it, it's literally like if someone does a finisher, they're going to kick out because if you look at where they're at in the match, like, you can clearly tell if they're going to kick out or not. Which leads to beg, what's a finisher? Why even have one if you can never use it? It's getting old, and I love NXT, but you guys are the worst about it. Like, they are the worst about finishers. And I think that's why Kyle O'Reilly and Balor's were, I love the match, because I can't recall, but I don't think they used their finishers on each other until the end. No, they did. I I would say each person used their finishers at least. I don't even know what No, I don't think Balor did. I think he missed his coup de grace. He missed it. You're right. He He never did it. it. And so, there are certain superstars who have a protected finisher. You know, Roman Reigns' spear is kind... For some reason, that one's the most devastating one. See, the only one I really... But the Claymore kick, no one kicks out of. The uh, RKO, I think is that one is like one of the only ones where I'm like, I could see how that's, you know, that's a killer every time. You know, Roman Reigns will do the one where he runs off the ropes and spear him. And I'm like, okay, that looks more devastating than his actual spear. And I'm like, no way you're kicking out of that. That's fine. That makes sense. But finishers, dud. Let's let's clean this up. If If you don't want him to win like that, then have him do other moves to have a near fall. I'm going to go with the tribal bitch, which is Jay Uso. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, for stunt of the week, I'm going to go with uh, Kyle O'Reilly because um, he kind of kind of knocked it out of there. Like, I expected that from Balor. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Auto parts. Blamp. Yeah, I was going to put them both up. I was going to do Balor yeah. and O'Reilly. You get Balor. Juice. 
I thought they were both excellent. All right, man. Well, hey, that is the Full Nelson Press, episode 89. It is a wrap. If you enjoy our witty banter on sports entertainment, find the Full Nelson Press on Facebook, YouTube, uh, we're on iTunes. Pretty much anything that you're listening to or watching or scrolling through, look up the Full Nelson Press. Find us. Maybe go on iTunes and give us some reviews. We need some of those because uh, everyone just keeps complaining about Pete. That's fine. I don't need that in my life right now. Pete, what are you playing? That's you fine. Doing? Do I have a lot of complaints? No, you have you have one complaint, and it, he talks to you every time about the show. He's a bad friend. It's this guy. What am I playing? Well, I got Call of Duty re- reinstalled again. Yeah, we'll uh, play it a Hot little. Hot Shots Racing, folks. It's on the Game Pass. It's one of the most fun racing games out there. Love it. And then what else did I download? We played a little Tony Hawk last Oh, week. yeah, that I've been playing fun. Tony Hawk. I created my character, and I've been going through so I can get my points up and play you with my guy. <laughs> it's going down, bud. Hell, yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, go watch some wrestling. Yeah, I bet.